Oh, uh, 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 we are Penn State for the next year and a half, give or take. Hi guys, welcome back to It's Always Sunny in South Philadelphia, uh, or welcome to It's Always Sunny in South Philadelphia. I think I'm going to make this my channel trailer. I am your host, Riley Rich. Uh, for those who are returning, I am still at the beach house place, but the lighting is just terrible, so I moved to this gray wall. But, uh, so, football season is upon us, and this is the first time we'll be covering football content on IASSP, we have done the NFL draft before. We have done a few free agent signings in season one, but this time we are going to be covering games. As last year, we didn't make it because I don't know. I think I was lazy or whatever. But this year, we are going to be covering the Philadelphia Eagles, as most of you know from the the uh, podcast title. And we are also going to be covering the Penn State Nittany Lions, which is, I'm so excited. I don't know how long that's going to last, especially, or well, I really don't know. I, I don't know how long it's going to last, but it's Big Ten football and it's in Pennsylvania, so I said, you know what, it's actually going to be a lot of fun. And I have watched Penn State before, and I basically know the entire roster, so it's nothing new, nothing new for me. So uh, I'm going to break this off into segments. We're going to be talking about the Eagles, and we're going to be talking about Penn State. Uh, just before we begin, I wanted to make this video because uh, break. We're going to break down. I'm going to break down how we how we're going to do this. So for September, at least, and going into October, the Phillies are on a good pace for a playoff run. So we're looking at three episodes a week: Phillies baseball, and then Penn State and Phil and the Eagles will get their own separate videos. It might come down to a point where, like, if Penn State plays at noon, you're going to get an episode at, like, 7 o'clock on that Saturday night. Or if, like, the Eagles are playing at 1, you might get something at 7 o'clock on that Sunday. It's it's going to have to get... It's going to have to be quick turnarounds for the football episodes, which some of you might like, some of you might not. But it's the best we can do. And we're going to make do. And then once November rolls around, we're going to have more time and we can... I can actually prepare stuff. And, of course, I'll try to, like, break down game film and stuff like that. But for now, uh, I'm going to cut this off into segments, and we're going to be talking about the Eagles and Penn State preview. So get ready for that right now. All right, the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow, they have been making some great moves recently. Howie Roseman has definitely turned it around. Uh, since the uh, Jalen Rager pick, which uh, which got around everyone, because Jalen Rager's gone. Uh, that's one of the, be the one of the best additions by subtractions. Dee Dee and everybody else in Familia are up there too. But J getting Jalen Rager gone to Minnesota or trading him to Minnesota, and getting a better return for him than the Cowboys did for Amari Cooper is probably going is make makes me so happy. But yeah, so the Eagles are going to start their 2022 season. On 9-11, um, not really the greatest starting date, but we are going to be starting against the Detroit Lions, a very easy opponent. Uh, 
I'll say not the Cowboys, not really anyone else. The Lions are making strides, but they're not really there yet. It's a nice warm-up game for us, hopefully, with this being considered the last time we played the Lions. It was like a year or two ago, and we lost. And they probably got better since then. Jalen Hurts is improving better than ever. He got a bit more muscle. He's throwing the ball a lot more confidently. He still has the same running ability that he did when he first got here. He's still getting better every day. Miles Sanders is here now, a former Penn State Nittany Lion. He's still the elusive back that we need. Is he your fantasy football running back? Probably not. But Miles Sanders will get the yards that we need. And to back him up, Boston Scott has been as efficient as ever. One of the best backup, one of the most underrated backup running backs in the league. Wide receiver core loaded. We had three first-round picks in the, in the draft. We traded one of them away to get A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans, our, our lethal, legitimate, number one wide receiver option. A.J. Brown is going to be tearing through defenses. And also, last year's first-round pick from Alabama, Devontae Smith, is back yet again. Those two are probably going to go on crossing rounds. Maybe not as lethal as Tyreek and Jalen Waddell on the Dolphins, but... Still a pretty lethal com combo for sure. Oh, wait. Are we talking about speed? Because Quez Watkins has some of that too. I believe a mid-round pick out of Southern Miss. He's back for another year. This this team is stacked. Receiving running back. Still back to running backs. Kenneth Gainwell. Pick from Memphis last year. He's coming back as well. He's going to, he's going to bring a receiving touch to that running back room. Tight ends, Dallas Goddard picked up right where Zacherts left off, and Goddard has become a number one tight end option. He is going to be absolutely lethal. Are we going to rely on him as much as Wentz did with Ertz? Probably not, but Dallas Goddard is always a good check down option. He has really developed into the tight end we really need. Offensive line has been the Eagles' strength for the past few years. It's been held down. By guys like Lane Johnson, Brandon Brooks, and Jason Kelsey. Hold in one side. Second round pick from last year, Landon Dickerson. Should probably get some more of that starting role. And Jordan Mailata, seventh round pick from Australia. He's back as well. He got a nice hefty four-year extension. And he's going to be back and playing better than ever. Also should add, he's a great singer. Just like our first round pick on the defense, Jordan Davis, defensive tackle out of Georgia. He's been pushing... Some of our offensive linemen around are backups. Don't worry. It's fine. I'm not that worried about it. D edge rushers, Brandon Graham, staple of this team as much as, the off as much as the offensive line is. Brandon Graham should be providing some depth, or should be our starting left end. Josh Sweat on the right side. Derek Barnett as depth to the edge pieces. Milton Williams, another freak of nature. Another young player from Louisiana Tech. He'll be on the defensive tackle side. Linebackers. Ah. TJ Edwards is still there. TJ Edwards is really locking down our linebackers. N'Kobe Dean, third round pick out of Georgia. Many people had him as a first rounder. He fell all the way to us, and we took him in the third round. He's there on the linebacking core. Outside linebackers, we signed Kazir White out of free agency. He's probably going to be a very solid player. Not really, not really a game changer, but he does provide a bit of stabil stability to the defense. But I know someone that is a game changer. 
outside linebacker slash edge Hassan Reddick from the Carolina Panthers and more or less the Arizona Cardinals is what he's better known as. Hassan Reddick, a ton of sacks. He's going to be bring. He's a force of nature for the defense, bringing us some some very for, bringing us some star power out there. As I'm losing my touch as I'm going through this fast pace. Corners, Avante Maddox, best slot corner in the game. He's paired up with Darius Slay yet again. They've been able to lock it down last year, and they've still, and they've been able to hold it down, and they're going to continue to hold it down. I was almost going to say Rasu Douglas, but he's now in the Packers. Safeties, we just got one. Think Chauncey Gardner Johnson from the New Orleans Saints. We got him for a bag of peanuts. Marcus Epps is getting starting caliber playing time for whatever reason. Anthony Harris on the practice squad. This team. And, of course, Jake Elliott, a person who has nailed a 63-yarder in his career. And punter Aaron Sippas is back again. This team is something special. We made the playoffs last year, and we're only getting better. We're talking NFC Championship run here. This Eagles team is going to be really fun to watch. Again, they'll be kicking off in two weeks against the Lions, but a lot of star potential. I can't, I can't wait for the Eagles year. It's going to be something special. And now, for an in-depth look at Penn State. Oh, the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Big Ten East. Part of probably the best division in college football. Now everybody from the SEC is trying to attack me, and that's cool. Uh, it's going to be very difficult to take down the life of Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, but it is surely possible. And it starts today, week one at Purdue. Let's look at the starting lineup. I actually don't really know everybody. I don't know a few of the freshmen, so I did kind of lie in the beginning, but that's okay. Starting quarterback, we all know this one. He's been around for basically forever. It's Richard Sr., Sean Clifford. He's coming back. For one more year, one more go-around of Penn State football, his backup will be true freshman Drew Aller, who has been one of the highest, highly touted recruits for quarterback since as, as long as I can remember. Christian Vayu is still here. He's still basically getting playing time in Bo Perbula, who is also, I probably said that wrong. Actually, maybe not. But he's also a highly touted quarterback. He probably should have been redshirted, but if we're being honest, I... I don't make the decisions here. Running back, Kevon Lee is brought back for another year. He had a breakout year in 2020. He kept him rolling right into 2021. He looks to take the starting role in 2022. Devin Ford is somewhere in the depth chart. We really don't know where. He's probably behind a few freshmen. But Devin Ford is back as well, looking to get a few touches this year. Wide receivers, Keombert Lambert is here. The sophomore is going to be taking over roles. In the wide receiver, wide receiver core, slot wide receiver, Parker Washington is here for his junior year. He's ready to take the next step. He could be an NFL wide receiver if he really takes that next step like we project him to. Mitchell Tinsley, the senior, is here as well. The wide receiver core is loaded. Tight ends, Brenton Strange is back from last year. He, he was a very stable receiver. He was a true checkdown option for Sean Clifford, and he needed him. And Strange has really got his work for, cut out for him. Theo Johnson is back from last year as the backup tight end. 
giving a, a little bit of help. Offensive line, mostly upperclassmen. There are a few transfers, like Landon Tengwall, I believe, from Cornell. But the offensive line is older, more experienced, and hopefully able to hold Sean Clifford strong. That makes no sense at all. Defense, defensive line. P.J. Mustafer up the middle, carries the defensive line. He's going in to his senior year. Nick Tarberton, the redshirt junior, on the edge. Maybe not the OFA always. Maybe, maybe not the, the most creative guys or not the most highly touted guys, but they can definitely get the job done. Linebackers, Jonathan Sunderland. Back in the linebacking core, the redshirt senior locking down the defensive core as long as Sean Clifford has been on this team. Secondary, Jair Brown is back as a safety. Uh, we did have to move on from Tariq Castro-Fields. But this team still can recover. I am sorry for looking down. Joey Porter is back as a corner. Kalen King is back on the other side. Daquan Hardy as the nickel corner. And this team, I mean, it's still a little, there's still work to be done. But it's college football. Penn State's going to have a really interesting time this year. They do have a ceiling of 10-2. and two. I'll say 10-2 and two is their ceiling. They did beat Auburn last year. They can roll right into that. Purdue is not the team that Penn State is. They, it is an upset game for sure. I'm not going to take that away from them. But Penn State has the better roster and has the more experienced guys, and they can carry Purdue. We both got hemorrhaged by, by the draft. The draft took Purdue's best end, George Karloftis. So, Penn State should be able to easily take care of Purdue. Although, who knows? Ohio, Central Michigan are on the roster. Those should be cupcake games for Purdue. Auburn is still on the schedule. We beat them last year. They really haven't changed that much. Auburn is still pretty easily... It's still pretty easy. Uh, I believe Minnesota's without Tanner Morgan, and that is our... Uh, or even if they aren't, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. That's our whiteout game this year. And having that having that crowd behind our back, that should be another win. Ohio State, Michigan, maybe tougher games on the schedule. Michigan State, I believe we were able to beat Michigan State last year. If not, we were the year before. We can beat Michigan State. They Their best threat was Kenneth Walker, and he's gone now. So Penn State could really make a name for themselves. It starts this year. It starts with the recruiting class. We developed Drew Auer. Drew Aller, we drew, developed Bo Prabula, and Penn State could be a force of nature by the time those guys are seniors. So thank you guys so much for watching this like general football overview. Again, we're looking at three videos a week, or three episodes a week, as we get going here in September. The Phillies are making a playoff run, and the Eagles and Penn State are coming fast. So... Oh man, this is this is why we're here. It's crunch time. But thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure to follow and subscribe wherever you listen, which is show up now. And remember, even if Penn State loses to Purdue tonight, that game is tonight on Fox. Even if Penn State loses to Purdue, even if the Eagles make fun of me and lose to the Lions, keep your heads high. 
because it's always sunny in South Philadelphia. I will actually see you from our normal location next week. Thank you.